Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. And here's the queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. Hello, Heather. Hi, Bethany. So with me today, I have Bethany DeBrew-Adams, our health communications coordinator. That's me. And we are going to talk about farmer's markets today. Woohoo! Yeah, so there's lots of things kind of coming into season, at least mm-hmm. here in Wisconsin. August yes. and September are big produce kind of months where yes. there'll be lots and lots of varieties. So we thought we'd just go through that a little bit more. So let's talk about a farmer's market. I'm sure people know what they are. Right. (laughs) But really, what is a farmer's market for those who maybe have not experienced one before? And I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted, people. Um, Yes, there's some happenings. If I sound a little distracted, I'm so sorry. But so we live in or close to Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And so we have the Milwaukee Brewers here and they have their racing sausages. Yes. So... People dressed up as a hot dog or a brat or Italian sausage. Italian sausage. Chorizo. Chorizo, that's right. So there's four of them. There's five of them. Five, okay. And all of a sudden we looked out the window and we're like. They're in front of my house. Yeah, they're just, they're running down Bethany Street. So yes, we're like, what's going on? they're having races and they're taking pictures <laughs> and I think they're filming some sort of video. Not at my house. Little, I have no idea. <laughs> it's a little unexpected. So sorry. I just got a little distracted there. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to the farmer's market. So these are local markets where Mm -hmm. farmers come and they sell their fruits, vegetables. Sometimes you'll find meat and dairy, Mm -hmm. fresh eggs. That's what I've gotten at the farmer's market. Sometimes flowers and then even sometimes prepared foods or even desserts like popsicles and things like that. When I um, lived in Madison, the Madison farmer's market, I worked at the state capitol. And Mm -hmm. so... That's a big one. That's on the square, and people would buy tons of stuff. Yeah. Honey and just... Sure. Oh, yeah, honey. That's right. Yeah, like yep. everything under the sun. Yeah, and they're different from grocery stores. You know, they're usually outdoors. Mm-hmm. They sell mainly what's in season for the most part, at least with the produce. And that might mean they don't have the variety of items that you see in your local grocery stores. Right. But instead, you might get heirloom varieties of many different types of produce or just different produce you wouldn't see yeah. in a regular grocery store. Yeah, I was actually reading because, you know, we were researching this and I was reading some of these studies that have been done. And apparently, like, people experiment more when it comes to their produce with what they're going to eat if they mm-hmm. buy it at a farmer's market rather than at a grocery store. So, like, for example, they might have a variety. I've seen purple green beans, which I realize just kind of negates, but they're purple beans <laughs> that yeah. look like green beans except they're purple. And I don't normally like green beans, but I bought them because they were purple. Cool. And I thought, do they taste different? Maybe they do. And I mean, so kind of farmer's markets encourage people to try things that they might otherwise Mm -hmm. not because they just don't have access to it in in a grocery store. And don't the purple beans, they turn like green when they're cooked, right? They turn back to green. Which is kind of a cool little science experiment if you have children at home. For sure. Yeah, I remember first time I went to a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. I think I was in my early 20s, and I went with one of my friends and her mom. Yeah. And they had patty pan squash, and I had never heard of such a thing. And they're so cute and little. They feel like something you'd like decorative, like you'd want to put them out on a table or something, (laughs) and they're pretty colors. But it's like, what are these, and how do you cook? 
them. Right. <laughs> you know, so it was kind of kind of nice. I could sit there and ask the farmer, like, you know, I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. What do you do with patty pan squash? Yeah. You know? And she could go through that with me. So it's kind of just a fun sort of experience. Right. Yeah. So what are the positives about farmers markets? I know there's kind of some misconceptions out there having to do with like prices and things like that, but mm-hmm. we know for sure that, for example, what you get at a farmers market is probably going to be healthier than what you get at a grocery store produce-wise. So, can you kind of explain right why? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a huge fan of trying to get all your nutrients in yes. and everything like that. So, in general, when you buy things at a farmer's market, they're grown locally, so they're very fresh, and they don't have to travel very far, right? Right. And the nutrient density of produce begins to decline from the moment it's picked. Okay. Right? Makes sense. Yes. And that's often why frozen produce that you buy, you often hear, oh, it has more nutritional value than fresh sometimes. And that can be very true depending on the type of fresh produce you buy and where it's come from. Okay. Right? Because it's picked and then it's frozen right away. So the nutritional value is locked in. You're getting the maximum amount you could possibly get. Frozen at the peak of freshness. Yes. There you go. (laughs) So again, the nutrient density begins to decrease. Keep in mind a lot of produce travels very far distances. Oh, yeah. Right? Sometimes as Especially much as... Especially here. Yeah, as much as 6,000 miles since, you know, good majority of the year we... It's colder, right. so stuff can't grow always in colder temperatures. So exactly. we have to get things from South America, Central America, Mexico. So these things are coming from longer distances, mm-hmm. which means they're traveling longer and they're continuing to lose nutritional value. Right. And then it's in the store and it might sit there for a few days. And then you come and pick out what you want and take it home. And then it might be sitting in your fridge a couple more days. Now, don't get me wrong. You're still getting nutritional value. Right. I don't want to discourage people from <laughs> buying produce at the grocery store exactly. and eating it. You know, but again, the more locally grown something is, the more nutritional value you're going to have. Right. And I think... Going along with that, the flavor and the texture of produce kind of tends to Mm. be altered the longer it sits. Yes. So that whole idea of going to a farmer's market and getting a piece of fruit or a vegetable and having a whole other like experience with that vegetable or fruit Mm -hmm. because... I look like the best example, I think, is tomatoes. So like right now we're kind of hitting high tomato season here. Yeah. And, you know, if you've only ever had a grocery store tomato, we all know what they kind of look like. You know, big grocery stores are kind of like a pale red. Yeah. And they're kind of mealy. They're kind of mealy. And, you know, they sort of taste like what you think a tomato is supposed to taste like. And then you go. Until you have a real one. Until you have a real one. (laughs) Until you go to a farmer's market. You should say a real one. Until you have a fresh one. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, it's a whole other, you're it's like, a, oh my God, I've, I'm waking, it's a new day, like the dawn has broken It's like flavors exploding in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's flavor town, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, and so your flavor qualities are going to go down with each day. Also because when things are picked for the grocery store, they're picked a lot of how good they look. Yeah. And so they're picked before they're actually ripe. Yeah. So... As you know, if you have something and it's not quite ripe yet, you're not going to have the flavor that it's supposed to be. It might yeah. be too firm or, you know, and then most things don't ripen once it's 
picked. Yeah, so sometimes they look really great on the outside, exactly. but not so great on the inside. I've had that experience with oh, raspberries yeah. a lot. I think we've all had that experience <laughs> with produce. Oh, I yeah. think, again, I mentioned this before, but one of the other main positives is that you can talk directly to the farmer or whoever is selling or representative, that product, yeah. right? And you can ask questions. How was this grown? You know, you know, those kind of things. What do I do with it? Right. Right. And if you have kids, it's a really good opportunity, I think, even just to see how things really look after they're grown. Like I was sharing with Bethany, so I'm not a huge Brussels sprouts fan. <laughs> and I just never thought about what they like how they're grown. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in a family where we grew our own food or anything. Right. And I don't you, think, you grew up in the city. And we don't learn that in our dietetics program. Yeah. Like they don't take us to a farm and go, this is how things are Which grown. Is weird because you think well, they I might, don't know. That might but be a good field trip. Anyway, I didn't know they grew on stalks. And they look so pretty on there, but I'm like, oh, so that's how they look. You thought okay. there was like a Brussels sprout tree that No, I didn't like... think it was a tree. I, <laughs> I, I guess I just never really thought so much about how they were grown. But anyway. That makes sense. You know, it's kind of a cool sort of process to see like how things are grown and what they look like then before it gets to the store. Yeah, right? definitely. And I think another thing that people don't often think about with um, farmer's markets, or they think about it incorrectly, is that... Farmers markets are more expensive than grocery stores when it comes to their produce. And most of the time, there was a study done in Seattle a few years ago. And most of the time, they found that as long as you were shopping what was in season, Mm -hmm. what you were getting at the farmers market was either pretty much the same as what you were paying at the grocery store or even less money. Sure. So as long as you're doing it right... Yeah. When it comes to the farmer's market, you can actually probably save yourself a little money. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I spend more there than I do on produce at the store. And yet I'm still getting something that tastes better. Right. And has that better texture. So I feel like it's, I don't know, worth the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you probably want to eat it. I mean, like we all buy produce that goes into the produce drawer and we forget about it. I mean, mm-hmm. we've all been there, but I think when something tastes better, you're going to be more apt to want to make something with it and, yeah. you know, eat it. We do have a few tips, too, to, you know, kind of maximize your dollars right. at the so farmer's market. Just make sure, obviously, like we said, shop seasonally. Um, you know, obviously, what's in season is going to mm-hmm. be most abundant. Right. Um, and then plan ahead so that, yeah, I know people don't like hearing this, but, you know, know your meal plan. Know what's in season so you can plan your meals accordingly, and that way you're mm-hmm. getting the cheaper produce. Buy in bulk if you can. The more of an item you buy, a lot of times the less price per item that you're paying so you know yeah and if you can can or you know otherwise preserve produce oh yeah later on you know that or even just freeze stuff or freeze it yeah i get a bunch of berries you just you can freeze them then exactly Mm -hmm. and then also when you buy directly from the farmer you are cutting out all those middlemen which oh yeah what ends up making your prices kind of go up and up and up the more people that need to get paid the more money they have to ask for the product when you're getting it directly from the farmer It just goes to the farmer. Right. And here's a little last tip for everybody. So when you go to the farmer's market, 
what can help is if you go a little bit later. Ah. Now, I'm not an early person, so we don't get there <laughs> right away. But I, so we end up getting there kind of towards the end of the farmer's market. Like if it goes till noon, we might right. get there at 11, 1130 and kind of look around. By that time, they're trying to get rid of what they have uh, there. You get the garage sale benefit. Yeah. So okay. sometimes you can haggle a little bit and get them to come down in price. You know, and I, to be honest, I don't do that because I don't like haggling and I feel like I want to support the farmers right you know but sometimes they'll just offer it they'll be like because if you're hesitating they'll be like oh what about three dollars instead of four exactly. so I'm like okay <laughs> if you're not gonna I fine sure I'll yeah. take it I'll right? take an extra zucchini no problem yeah so you can sometimes do some of that as well yeah and like you said you know shopping at a farmer's market typically means you're buying local. Yeah. So that money's going to stay in your community, which is always really nice. And it helps those smaller local farms stay in business yeah. and keep providing you with all yeah. that good food. I think that's one of my favorite parts to farmers markets, to yeah. be honest, is that it's just supporting our local community. Yeah. I also like that it really, they tend to bring communities together and you see oh, all different types of people at the farmers that market. That you do. It feels so laid back and it's like there's young people, there's older people, mm-hmm. you know, different ethnicities, different lifestyles. I don't know. I love it. I'm a kind of like a people person watcher. Yeah. It's just kind of a cool sort of atmosphere. Definitely. And the thing that I like the most, aside from the delicious food, is the lower carbon footprint that you're going to have. Like, if you're like me and you try to kind of think about the environment with what you're doing and how you're living your daily life, keep in mind that when you're buying a local product like this, they're basically picking the produce and transporting it maybe 10, 15, 20 miles you know, that's a lot less fuel, a lot less emissions than you're thousands. having to deal with <laughs> thousands of miles and right. jets and trucks yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that they have a much smaller carbon footprint. Absolutely. So what, right. let's get into the real meat of the matter here. Okay. What is in season right now, Heather? Yeah. So obviously we'd be here forever if I went through what was season <laughs> all over the world. And I know we have some listeners in other countries. So I'm going to focus mostly on what we have here in Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. So, and I'll start with the vegetables okay, and then okay. we'll go into fruits. And I'm going to go in alphabetical order for those of you who like, you know, the organization. <laughs> Yay! All right. So we have arugula, beans, beets, bok choy, broccoli, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, chard, corn, cucumbers, eggplant, kale and collard greens, kohlrabi, leeks, okra, bell peppers, hot peppers, potatoes, radishes, different types of salad, scallions, Spinach, summer squash, tomatillos, and tomatoes. (laughs) All right. And for fruits right now here, we have apples are starting to come in, blueberries, cranberries, grapes, variety of melons, pears, and raspberries. Mm. So you know I've got to ask you, what 
amongst all of that stuff is your favorite thing? Like, what are you going to buy the next time you go to a farmer's market? Oh, I almost always buy berries because I Ugh. love locally grown berries. I just think they taste so much better. Yes. Um, when apples are in season, I usually try to buy those as well. Um, and I like them if they're organic too. But um, in terms of the vegetables, normally I would buy tomatoes, but our neighbors grow those and they always bring us lots of tomatoes. Oh, that's nice. And then I have another neighbor that brings us cucumbers. So I would probably focus more maybe on like the beans that are there. Okay. Um, just because those last a little bit longer generally. And I like to steam those and okay. put a little garlic and a little olive oil on them. And what else would I get from there? Probably the different bell peppers too. Okay. That's normally what I buy when I go there. Yeah. I'm, I'm a lot more focused, I think, than you are. I would definitely <laughs> get the tomatoes. I would definitely get some berries. But this is the time of year where the sweet corn is coming, and it's so good. It's like candy when you roast it. It's just delicious. So that's what I will be stocking up on. Okay. Well, my other problem is everything looks so good to me because I love so many different kinds of vegetables and fruits that Mm -hmm. I go a little crazy, and I sometimes buy too much stuff. Oh, I wouldn't know anything then, about that. I've never done that before. And then it's like, before. oh, why did I buy all that? Because, you know, sometimes stuff doesn't last very oh, long. Oh, yeah. It's you like can only, start eating everybody. Like, I love berries, but you can only eat so many berries. You know what I mean? So then I'll have to freeze them. Or, so anyway, so okay. just be careful you don't go too crazy either. Right. I Moderation. I certainly yeah. encourage buying produce, but <laughs> don't buy way too much that you can't eat at all or figure yeah. out what to do with it either. For sure. So let's discuss, um, unfortunately, Unfortunately, the mm. impact of coronavirus on farmers markets. Yeah. Now, obviously, we still have them, and the good part about them is because they're outside. It's a safer place to have one. Yeah. Um, but it would be, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that they have changed somewhat in kind of how you're expected to be now when you go to a farmer's market. Yeah. So obviously before you go, if you know which one you're going to, take a minute and look up their information online. A lot of them will have a website or whatever and they'll get into their specific recommendations. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to kind of go over a few general niceties and making the world a better place when you go to the farmer's market. So the first one that I'm going to bring up is if you're sick, don't go. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so simple. Like, right. if you're not feeling well, don't go. And maybe if you're in a high-risk group and it might not be the best place because there's usually a lot of people yeah. around. have somebody so. go for you. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Heather? Yeah, so I actually have gone to the farmer's market a few times this summer, and it is a little bit different. Right. Um, so when you walk in, at least the one I've gone to, they have people sitting out front there, or not sitting, standing, and they'll hand out masks if you don't have one, and they're encouraging people to wear masks. Sure. To be honest, they don't totally enforce that once you're in there, but I found most people tend to be pretty conscientious about that. So okay. make sure you wear a mask while you're in there. Uh, maintain six feet of distance from people. I think the toughest part to that is when you're waiting in line to buy something. Our normal tendency is to go right up there, Mm -hmm. even be close to people. And I still forget sometimes like, oh yeah, I can't do that. So be patient, just kind of wait in line. 
I think most people know, or at least what I've noticed, they don't allow pets anymore, which yeah. I kind of miss seeing all the different oh, I'm dogs. Sure, yeah. But yeah, that just encourages people to come up close to you and touch them. So make sure you don't bring your pets when you're there. And then follow the flow of traffic too. Right. Don't touch food when you go up there. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that before. So when you get up to the table, they don't want you touching just things. Point. You have to point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to I'm going to recommend a couple of other ones. Make a list. Mm, you know, yes. again, be prepared. Um, it's going to go a long way. Right now, farmers markets are like going to the grocery store. You don't want to be lingering anywhere. Lots of people want to come. Which is hard because it's usually beautiful outside. I know. <laughs> but remember that you can go outside when you get home. True. Yes. <laughs> So, and when you make a list, um, try to do it on a piece of paper just so you're not constantly having to touch your phone. And then, you know, wash, sanitize your hands, obviously, before you go to the market and then after you come out or after you've touched yes. anything. Yes. And again, pack your patience because it's going to be a little bit different than your ordinary experience. Yeah. yeah. So, the last thing we're going to talk about is just where you can find local farmers markets around you so it's really just as easy as a google search right so just type in farmers markets near me yeah or put your city in (laughs) yeah and it'll it'll bring all those up for you we have a lot of those in the milwaukee area Mm -hmm. Um, for those of you in milwaukee you can also go to on and you can find them on there and then uh, don't forget about the different pop-up kind of farmer's markets as right. well. Yeah, there's a really cool one um, that they're doing on the northwest side of Milwaukee. So it's the Northwest Side Community Development Corporation. They're hosting pop-up markets on Tuesdays in August. So go to their website. It's nwscdc.org. Mm. And it'll list all the information, times, locations, um, any safety recommendations, all of that. And I believe they also have coupons. Ooh. So. Very nice. Yes. And I think if anybody, you know, uses WIC, Women, Infants, and Children. I was just going to say that, yeah. Yeah. And I almost SNAP. forgot to mention that. Yeah, you can usually use WIC coupons there and your SNAP dollars there as well. Exactly. Yeah. So don't be discouraged. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. So we talked all about farmer's markets, great produce that's there, the benefits of going to a farmer's market where you can find them near you. So. I hope you enjoyed the discussion today. Thank you for listening in. Definitely. Yeah, and as we always say, be, be the, the ruler of your, your own heart. heart. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyantcenter.org, like us on Facebook at Karen Yant Center, and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.